Hello, Internet. Would you like to take your seats? The customs office is open for business. Hello, Internet, and welcome. Ellie calling. Here we are on the beautiful Ile de Besançon, where somehow it remains early May. The sun is genuinely shining, the temperature is fuego, and coffee and local beverages are nearly free. But we have a very strangely restrictive policy on musical imports, and every Eurovision fan who comes here is only allowed to keep eight records from their collection and they have to give me a story in exchange for each one. And there's also some business about a luxury, and we don't let anybody pick Waterloo or Valare because it's bored. And I've got an administrative announcement. Uh, owing to a recent spate of product placement, we will be adding pineapples to the list of prohibited items. Okay, so I would like you to welcome my very first castaway at Castaways Live, the man, the myth, the legend, braidless, beautiful. Don't be so Welcome, Slav Kokolesis. Oh, you need to press your button. Press the button, don't press the button. Hello, everyone. Slavko has pressed the button. <laughs> push the button. <laughs> don't push the button. Madonna. So what brings you to Ile de Besançon? In what capacity are you connected with Eurovision? I'm like connected with Eurovision because really Eurovision changed my life in every way. First of all, why I love, not like, love Eurovision? Because Eurovision brought to me amazing people, first of all. And for me, Eurovision is like a mission to connect with people, of course, to deliver my art, to deliver my mission in artistic way. But for example, I met so many beautiful people, like today, Ellie. But very special person for me from the beginning of the Eurovision project, I met her in London, in pre-party, is this amazing girl, Lisa. And now I can say that at first place, she's my best UK friend. And I'm so proud that she's also part of my team. And that is the most beautiful thing that happened to me during Eurovision. But you did also perform at Eurovision. That would of be course. the direct connection that we were yes. thinking about. Um, <laughs> the, the line on the CV. Yeah. Let's go through your songs. Let's get the paperwork started. Okay. First up, I don't know, maybe it's the, I, the platonic ideal of a Eurovision song. You know it, you love it, we all know it, we all love it. Not that well. Okay. One and only Lorraine. The one and only Lorraine. Yes. Um, so obviously that was Euphoria by Lorraine. Yeah. 
Sweden 2012. Um, how did this song change your life? In every way, because for me, Lorin Euphoria ever, ever will be the best performance in the history of Eurovision for me. Because that, first of all, that kind of artist, Lorin, that kind of voice, that kind of song, and that kind of directing her show, her performance, was a true masterpiece. It was so simply, like in a little box, but she did like a fairy tale, and she conquered my heart in every way. And after that, because you know what is important for, like, for a human being, for an artist, when you have a vision, because everything I have in my life, when I visualizing everything I want to do, I do it. And when I imagine that night that I'm gonna meet Lorene one day, that happened one year after in Montenegro, she had a concert, and of course they split me with her, we had like a meeting half an hour, and now I cannot tell you what happened in a half an hour story with her, it was like, because she's Libra like me. And when we were talking in a restaurant, in a hotel where she was, we were talking, talking, and she told me, baby, tell me, what's your zodiac sign? I was like, I'm Libra. She jumped from the chair like crazy. Oh my God, I knew it. I'm... <laughs> she's so true, and she's so honest. And that is the most important thing about, for me, to be an artist, to deliver your emotions, especially with the fans. And also for me, during Eurovision, that part is very important. And after that, last year, I performed with Lorene at the main stage at World Pride in Madrid. That was one of the best moments in my life. In front of 150,000 people. It's insane. What did you think of statements? Because I think that was Lorene being very true to her vision. Yeah. And Sweden didn't Didn't get recognize it, it didn't didn't feel it. I was so sad because, of course, euphoria is euphoria, but honestly, if she won like Melody Festival and with that song, I think that she will win again at the Eurovision. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. So, But she made a, like, it was her art revolution. Mm -hmm. And after all, because you know, that happened with me also. When I delivered my space, video and everything, people were of, of course divided. But now space is like living, and it was like growing, growing, growing. And I can feel it every time because so many fans sending me uh, so many videos when they put my song in the clubs. And I improved that in Australia. I, we were like 10 days ago, we came back from Australia and I was in Sydney and Melbourne. And there I really realized what I did during Eurovision. You touch so many people's hearts. <laughs> and just bringing that spirit of like a party and yeah. fun yeah. and being entirely yourself to the contest. I think, given that we're talking about what space did for you, it's time for your second song. Wet dreams, wet nightmares, I surrender Come into me from within We can be as one in the scene The spaceship is ready to blow So that was Space 
from the Kiev 2017 contest, representing Montenegro, <laughs> the man himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I, I adore that song because when I feel it, something strange happens with me. And forever will be part of my human being, my artistic being. So it really changed. There is like my career before space and my career after space. Because you're not, you're not just a pop artist, you're also an actor. Yes, uh, basically I'm actor. I work in Montenegro National Theater and I wanted to bring theater with me also during Eurovision, everything with braid, famous ponytail, it was kind of my transformation because when you are on Drama Academy, transformation is one of the like important part of an actor. So you need to deliver. Uh, very often I say that I am not a singer. I am an actor who sings. So for me, that is a big difference. And in that way, I'm very relaxed because last Eurovision, it was like all singers and one actor, like from theater, me. And I really felt, not small, but I was like, because honestly, for first time in my life, I put an ear in my ear on the first uh, rehearsal, and it was so strange for me. I heard everything, all problems, of course, because I, I have ear for everything. And when they asked me, how is it going? I was always like, oh, everything is good. So everything is good, even if there were like a problems, because you know, you need to look on your life with so much positivity even in the face of technical difficulties? Of course, yes. Okay. Dream role in the theater? Uh, now, after, because on 1st June, it will be 10 years of my career in uh, National Theater. And I think that now it's like my time for very good, like, main role. I did so many roles, but now I want to I wanna do some kind of I'm very, very inspired by um, Meryl Streep and this movie about uh, Florence Jenkins, the worst opera singer in the world. She lived like 1913. And I want that kind of, of role, to do that kind, to, to, okay. to maybe be role of Florence Jenkins, to do that kind of, I like that kind of transformations. Okay. I like when male do female roles and everything like that. My first role in Montenegrin theater, it was like 11 years ago, and it was, I was opera diva, like transgender person, and that recommended me to be a part of national theater, and after that role, they took me to be part, like permanent member. In all the excitement, I forgot to do the admin. I forgot to accept euphoria onto the island. <laughs> and I forgot to accept space onto the island. It's very important to get the sound effects correct. <laughs> Shall we go on to your third song? Yes. Um, I'm interested in the story about this one. Would you like to introduce it? It's Moj Sviet, Sergej Cetković. Montenegro, 2014, yes. I feel uh, every time emotional yeah. when I hear, and I will tell you now why. Da me ne zaboraviš Kada jasuk zagrliš Ti me sanjaj 
it's very difficult to find a fade out point in that because I just want to keep on listening. Tell us what yeah. that song means to you. Sergei Chetkovich is like the, the greatest musician from Montenegro. He's real star when we are speaking about singers and everything. And I respect him a lot. And honestly, during my Eurovision performance, because I'm very true artist, and I openly speak about things. Okay, what's happening there? It's all good, it's all good. <laughs> so when I was representative of Montenegro, he was the only one who supported me with his full heart, you know? And that's a very big thing, because he, he was the first one who provided final for Montenegro ever, and he's so passionate about his job and everything. And I was like sitting with my mother that night when they represented for the first time Moisviet, and my, my mother started to cry insane. And every time I hear this song, it, it makes me so emotional. And I love this song so much. It's like a style of Sergei, and he really made a big success that year. I was just about to ask you um, how you watched Eurovision before you were in it. And at home with your mum? Yeah, of course. Uh, can you set the scene? What, what, is, what else is in the room? What are you eating, drinking? Uh, so many other persons, because I have four sisters. Yeah, we are a big, big family. And we are all, always celebrating life during Eurovision, and it was like a big festival in our house. And my mother discovered me also a big secret. Uh, one day before I departed to Kiev, in 1992, when I had seven years, she was watching Eurovision. And that night, when she was watching like first semifinal, she, she, she thought, oh my God, I would be so happy that maybe one day, one of my children would be like at the Eurovision. And that happened like last year. And when she discovered me, I really went to Kiev full of emotions and like I was, I couldn't believe it. I made her dream like I'm true, not only mine. A lot of us, all we want is to make our mothers proud. Yeah. And you've managed to get that ticked off. Yes, yes. yes. Fabulous, fabulous. From high emotion, I believe it is time for the party. It's a bit of a racket, but in a good way. Okay, technically we're at a customs desk, so... <laughs> Let's commit to the storytelling. <laughs> so, your third song in a row that's representing Montenegro. For me, yeah? the best. For me too! Beside me. Well, beside Of course. Really the best. I was so, so sad when they didn't make it to the final because I was convinced. First of all, Nina, 
who is like a female, uh, Hussein Nina Zizic, is really a friend of mine, and she's so talented. And she made a, a, like the most important part of this song, honestly, the chorus that she did, it was like a killing, she was killing during Eurovision. And very, very unique, very outrageous for me. I really like this song and like a big party. Maybe staging couldn't be different for me, except, especially the boys. Yeah. It was too, too like, okay, universe, cosmos, but this song, I, I, I think that shouldn't do like a, another staging. Yeah, I mean, the imagery in the video was a bit like uh, Christina Aguilera's Dirty yes, video. Yes. And I'm a big fan of bringing the imagery from your video yes, to the stage. of course. Create a yeah. coherent story. Okay, I couldn't bring rocks from Montenegro at the stage, but... <laughs> You brought instead the rock hard pod from Montenegro <laughs> yeah. to the stage. Any particular memories of the night in 2013 when? Not beside that I was so sad I didn't made it. Experiencing the feeling of being absolutely robbed is the key experience for a Eurovision fan. Yeah. Like you, you until you've known that. But I love it. How? How did this not translate? Yeah. And we're going to get some of that tonight, aren't we? Who's going to be most robbed tonight? Audience, who are here? <laughs> Finland. Oh my God, that's controversial. Oh. 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 oh, people are just saying things to be controversial now. <laughs> Cyprus, fuego. Um. But who knows, maybe we'll be like big surprises this year, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this year of any year, expect the unexpected. Maybe you will see me again on the stage, who knows. <gasps> <laughs> I'm full of surprises. <laughs> that is definitely the truth. Okay, let's go on to your next song. Yeah. Um, by the way, committing to the sound effects, uh, Husi accepted with flying colors. <laughs> It may be the, come the new national anthem of Ilda Pezenson. I am in charge, it's my choice. Još uvek ti slepo verujem Ko luda ne znam kuda Ljubavi se nove bojim Ma da ne žive rane Više ne brojim Molitva Kao žara mojim usnama je Molitva Mesto reče samo well, there's a weird dream come true. <laughs> a cheese dream come true. Um, Slavko, tell us what Maria's beautiful song means to you. 
Honestly, I was on Drama Academy that night. We were rehearsing our exam. And I made like a pause to watch Eurovision. And when they started to vote, I was so crazy. I was alone in my room where we like changing costumes and everything. And I only can remember when she won that I was like hitting, how do, you, how do we say, at least in English, place where we put our uh, like clothes, like, yes. I was hitting with my arms because I was so happy. It was like first year after we separated from Serbia, Montenegro and Serbia separated. I was so emotional because we were like separated and I was so happy that Serbia won. And she was really amazing. And I will remember forever that moment when she was like taking victory, going to the stage. And she did really great job. And after a year, Maria and I were like, couple, you know. I don't know, do you know for that, that Maria and I were a couple, no? Yeah. True facts. For half an year. You can find it on the internet. <laughs> our pics together. And our beautiful kisses. You are speechless now. <laughs> I left you speechless. Yeah. I am the only male the only boyfriend she will ever have. Well, if you're, if you're only going to have one. A good choice, Maria. Get it, girl. Yes, you can. You can check it on Google, of course. I'm not lying. I'm going to send it to your manager in a minute. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And a, a six-month fling, but an important time for you both. Of course. Of course. Um, so, of course, I love it. I think it was on Lisa's castaway. Okay, may I do it for Maria? Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. It was on yours. Oh, it was on mine. Yeah, I had it. I had it, and I got rid of it, and you had it. Yeah. How this will end today, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Let me explain how because this Because Lisa also has a terrible <laughs> confession to make about her castaways and she needs to make it directly to Slavko. Oh my gosh, I do. Yeah, tell him. Okay, well, let me tell you a Molitva story first. So we both had Molitva on our list when we were doing Castaway and I did the first one and then I took Ellie's role and she did her eight way back early on in the series. And she decided she was going to have Molitva and I think I traded off and had something else. I then, don't remember. Oh, I had Diva. You had Molitva. We, we swapped. Then we like had a wrestling match to sort it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, so I have a big confession. The song that is not on my Eurovision castaways is Space. <laughs> I forgive you. Thank you, darling. Because we recorded mine way before, like literally a couple of weeks after we got back from Kiev. She's spoiling the magic. And Oh, yeah. Uh, and we hadn't been on our massive adventures then, whereas now the first song on my list would be Space. <laughs> now, get back to enjoying the island, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So... Let's bring this bang up to date. You're gonna love this. I love this. You love this. It's massively overhyped. But let's go! Do you know the dance routine yet, Slavko? No. I'm not gonna into my eyes. Victory. For three days. Fuego. Mm. 
Danny Foureira. I want her so badly to win Eurovision. She really deserves. She is a true, true, true victory for me. So when this goes out, we don't know who's... Well, at, at the point of recording, we don't know who won Eurovision 2018. So we'll do this two ways. Slavko, what did you think of Eleni's victory in 2018? <laughs> Very deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. Just stunning, shocking, like the biggest Fearless, landslide ever. fabulous, amazing. And what did you think if Eleni was robbed? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> but we, like uh, we've me. been blessed with another immortal Euroclub banger with a very silly dance routine, a pineapple meme that you can see all over the customs table. I mean, what more can we say than yeah, yeah, fire? <laughs> fire. fire. Fuego. Vatra on my language. Ooh, Vatra. Vatra. Could we have a Slavko entirely in Montenegrin version of Fuego? Of course. Yeah, for your various performances over the summer and everything. Yeah. I mean, you want this. You want this. <laughs> okay, so it's a bit premature, but we'll accept the 2018 winner, not winner, don't know yet. Fuego onto the Ile de Besançon. I've got a different stamp than usual. The other stamp is fictional, and this one is from a pound shop, Euro shop. Seventh record. It always takes a surprising amount of time to kick in. You know, that's a very good question. It would turn out to be the wrong song. You know, when you're DJing and you've got a song queued up, and then the intro comes on, and you're like, this is taking quite some time to start, and I'm wondering what is going on, and it turns out you picked up the 12-inch remix instead. <laughs> That's what's happening now. Hello. Bit of everybody stand. This reminds me of childhood, yeah. This is a big song for a lot of people, and it's a big yeah. song for you. For me, because from this year, I really started to observe Eurovision from another angle, you know? I will never... This was uh, 1998. Yes. Yes. And also, that was the year... I, I will never forget, like, year of Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On, and also Spice Girls. And I remember, like, Dana International, because when she won for me, it was like... I really started to, to observe Eurovision from another angle. And from that year, I was really involved in Eurovision. And from that year, it was like, I was a really huge Eurovision fan. That's good. We always like to get your origin story as a Eurovision fan on yeah. Castaways. Yeah. And Dana International, pretty good one. Oh, oh my God, yes. Yeah. And you love a female pop diva. Yes, of course. Top five. 
Just off the top of your head, most influential. Start from the fifth place. Just, yes. In whatever order. Oh my God. Beyonce? <sighs> it's the first one. <laughs> okay. That's number one. For me, Beyonce is like, Beyonce, then 10 places empty, then others, <laughs> yeah. But I really, because I really, I'm a feminist. I'm true feminist because I'm surrounded by women. I have four sisters. I had like so many aunts, my mother, my grandmothers, all women around me. And I really like Adele. I like Christina Aguilera. I also like jazz singers like Aretha Franklin, Etta James, mm -hmm. you know. My favorite actress is Judi Dench from UK. She's my favorite one. I love Meryl Streep, but Beyonce for me is like, especially now after Coachella, I was like dead for three days after Coachella. I need to like to recuperate myself. I was like shocked. What happened? And they really need to like change Coachella to Beachella. It's really true. Uh, she might be busy, but you know, if we can just have a special festival celebrating Beyonce. I will organize it one day at can, the Eurovision. Can you imagine her doing, uh, you know, like Justin Timberlake did at Eurovision, coming and launching something? Why not? Why not? Why not? You know, now I got, now after Australia, and ever, because after Eurovision I did UK X Factor and uh, everything is upgrading in my career. I was in Australia and now I got the beautiful call from Houston, Texas to be there. It will be discovered very soon what will happen there and Beyonce is from Houston, Texas, baby. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. It's a small so world after everything all. Everything is like a science in my, in, you know, in my life and my career. So I am every, every, like day I'm closer to Beyonce. And I will be, for sure, one day, like beside her. I promise that. Because everything I visualizing in my life, I do it. I believe you. Thank you. Diva, accepted onto the island. Now it's time for your final record, which I'm sort of sad about because I can't believe that we're, that we're nearly done. When did they start singing, Slavko? So all the way from 1990, that was uh, Bandido by Azuka Moreno. I had five years. You were five? I was little baby. Were you dancing around the living room to this? <laughs> yeah, you were, weren't you? For me, Bandido, uh, this Spanish act, I don't know. Did, she quali did they qualify this? I think no, no? I don't have no, the diagram No, they're big five, yeah, it's big five. Yeah. But they were like very... Not a good place, but forever Bandido will be like a true evergreen of Eurovision. You could imagine it just being dropped in Euroclub tonight. Yes. Yeah. In fact, of we should probably make that happen. Yeah. Like, whatever else happens tonight, in this uncertain world pre semi final one 2018, what one thing we can be certain about is that Bandido is a banger. And especially when I performed uh, pre parties and during last year. 
And when I came in Madrid, because Spain for me is very, something very special. And I feel that because when I'm traveling around the world, so many of people ask me, are you from Spain? Because they see something Spanish in my look. I don't know what, what like. But I feel that fire, that fuego. And when I performed Bandido uh, after, uh, before space, I don't know when, oh my God, it was a really, really amazing feeling when I felt that like proud of Spanish people while I was singing Bandido, but especially the World Pride, because I had 10 minutes performance at the World Pride, and when I started to sing Bandido, it was like a really, really special moment. Yeah, it's really good to be able to uh, connect with a crowd of doing course. something yes. that they love that they don't necessarily know you for. When they have that moment of recognition, yeah. they go, yes! Of course, of course. Okay, for reminding you of your magical time at World Pride, Bandido is yeah. accepted. So that's all of your eight records. Yes. Um, normally at this point, we ask you to pick a Eurovision luxury. So a Eurovision related item that you couldn't live without. Uh, from my uh, Well, from anything, year, from, any, from anything, from all of Eurovision. So you don't have to take the braid. We won't make you take the braid. But braid is really something special for me. Of okay. course, I don't have it today. But braid made like a huge impact. Everyone was talking about braid, and I, I had that intention to make it like. Should we have that as your luxury then? Yes. Oh, okay. Braid. Right. Yes. My ponytail, little Slavko. Uh, little slug. <laughs> and luckily, Lisa is already on the island, so she can uh, assist with the yeah. with little Slavko's maintenance. That Sorry, sounded yeah. much worse than I intended it to sound. <sighs> yes. Right. Thank you, Slavko. This has gone. Thank wait, you so much. Thank you for inviting me. I really enjoyed. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I didn't hear very well. Did you enjoy it? Yay! <laughs> and right. I invite you. I will hear performance here tonight, yeah. tomorrow, Vivi Jam, Tramps Club, and Euro Club on 11. So come to enjoy. I made prepared special performances. And every performance will be different. And my costumes will be different. Will I have my braid? I don't know. Also, Slavko, I believe you have a single out. <laughs> yes. I want to promote my new single, El Ritmo. It's an English, Spanish, and Montenegrin. It would sound really nice next to Fuego. <gasps> yes. Maybe a duet, Eleni Foureira after Victory and Slavko. Ooh. What do you think about that? We'll I will time. prepare very beautiful surprises. Thank you so much. Right. Thank really, you. Thank you so much.